Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. (laughs) And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in... Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right. And today's episode is... Today's episode is You're Closer Than You Think with Johnny Marfa of Johnny Marfa and the Lights. He's been on the show before. Fan favorite. We're so happy to have him back in the studio for the second segment. It's the truth for crying out loud. The moment we take God as our partner, we discover we are inches from our goal, not the miles we've believed. The key is to let go of our efforts to make something happen and entrust the entire process to the hands of a loving God. When we do, we find we are guided by joyful joy and joyful nudges. <laughs> our only responsibility is to heed them. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage everyone to decide to be the great men and women we are, not the struggling person we think we are. And during the second segment, barnyard dancing Johnny Marfa kicks us into high gear with today's reading, which is God's Got This. Is that yes. what it's called? Yes. Okay, good. Right before we turned the show on, turned on the little cameras and rolled the dice and got everything moving here, I uh, turned on the song Drop Kick Me Jesus by Bobby Bear. Enjoyed that in the green room. And it really dawned on me, this, and Daryl, this, this actually directly connected with the conversation Daryl and I were having on the way over here, which is, so the whole concept of drop kick me Jesus through the goal pose of, posts of life, end over and neither left nor the right, straight through the heart of them righteous uprights, drop kick me Jesus through the goal posts of life. The key yeah. is that- Well, for our listeners in Europe, yeah, we gotta let them know. Goalposts are American football yeah. goal. They kick a field goal through there. But what it occurred to me is we are like that ball, and if we don't realize that there is a loving God, higher power, life force, we would we would be looking up at those goalposts thinking we're never gonna get there. We think we're way further away than we really are. But Daryl and I were just talking about this, They're like, and this is why we love unity in particular. Anything that emphasizes there's this loving presence that as much as we work with our minds and want to get our thinking in alignment with with life and affirmative it's not just so that because we're in control and it's to cooperate with this loving force that is actually kicking us through the goalpost of life and actually knows where we want to go 
and is a darn is really good aim, better aim than our rational mind could ever even imagine. So, uh, because we were talking about this on the way here regarding like certain coaches and certain people who dip into the spiritual things for their teachings and programs and stuff, but it, they don't go as far. At the end, they'll often tie it back to though you have to do a lot of hard work. And while there is a lot of effort required to sometimes to move our mind back into the flow with this, it's a lot of that effort is forgiving ourselves, being kind to ourselves, resisting the urge to push and shove or try to go too fast or try to be better than someone else or even try to be better than ourselves because the goal is to recognize who we really are and what's really going on. This isn't something that we're just contriving with. This is something that when we we do our morning routine and these things, we actually experience this loving presence and it changes everything. Yes. The problem is, Mm -hmm. for me, when people in the past would share that, uh, you know, God's with me, God cares for me, God will take care of you. But, and that's the big killer, but you're going to have to work hard in the outside physical arena to make things happen. So you're going to have to use your own will to figure things out, to manipulate conditions, to push, get in there, make it happen. And time has proven that those those methods do not work. Um, They just cause stress, physical sickness, illness, disease. And you may get little scrapes and little, like, a little bag of nuts and you, so you push even harder. That's the problem. But here's the great news. The great news is the only effort, real effort, is an is an internal effort within myself to keep myself in a faithful belief that God is on it, that this loving, benevolent force is working all the time in my favor. There's a great quote. I cannot believe I didn't bring it. I was going to bring it. All right, let's hear it. It's by um, the Emily Cady. Um, Lessons in Truth is the book. And she says that desire, your desire, is God knocking at the door of your heart. And that it means not now I have to go figure out how to make it happen. It means that it is already on its way to you. Well, then what do I do? What's my part in all this? My part is to continue to keep my mind out of the arena of fear, envy, jealousy, worry, concern. When I do that, I'm naturally in the flow. And using that song, Dropkick Me Jesus, through the goalposts of life, is a perfect metaphor because it's not just... I'm thinking, how am I ever going to get through those goalposts? I'm standing on the ground that's high up. How am I going to get there? And then, you know, all of a sudden, boom, we're kicked through them. But it also is a metaphor because a team of people and opportunities get me from one end of the field to the other. Like in football, it's the players. I just need to remember I'm the ball. They're doing play after play. Oh, guess who I met today, Ed? 
huh, I wonder why I met this guy. He's a nice guy. Then all of a sudden that leads to this and then the other thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, holy cow, how did this happen? I mean, I knew what I was desiring and then I was taking joyful hunches along the way that didn't even feel like work. That's the thing. From my own experience, when I'm doing work outside of the realm of going along with God's will for me, it feels like hell. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell myself, well, you said it I'm, earlier this morning. It's like the co- a lot of coaches will say a lot of this great stuff. We often quote a lot of what they share. You know, they're saying a lot of good spiritual truths. The problem is it's laid out in the seminars like that's all good up into a point. You know, up into a point. Like when it comes to marketing, well, there you got to really start forcing your will. Right, right. And doing all this. And we're not saying marketing per se is wrong, but we are saying that from our own experience and from the experience of a lot of people we know who are successful and apply these things, they will tell you the miraculous ways that a marketing opportunity fell in their lap. Right. Or, um, you know, I've been talking to Robert Leeshock lately, and he's an actor. He's been on the show. And we just went over the miracle of his first big break. Right. And he said a lot of what we say um, about himself. He said, you know, it worked at that time in my life because I was 15,000 in debt. I I thought this is such an impossibility that when I heard the message that all I have to do is really work on my thoughts of keeping the joy I have for the idea of being on a series and being well paid to do what I love to do and Anytime that started to fall down, like when he was waiting tables at a Chinese restaurant, right? he would go, no, 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 this is just temporary. This thing that I believe, this desire is already on its way to me. And that's where we're going to go into these three breaths. That's where reminding ourselves the truth is we are always closer than we think. Right. And the only thing that slows it down is me doubting, doubting that that's the fact and starting to get focused on all the little things I think I need to do, and this is the key, to make myself worthy mm-hmm. of getting that good. That's right. the killer. That's because true. if it comes right down to it, that's all it ever is. So we're saying, forget about trying to make myself worthy on the external. Let's focus on reminding ourselves of the truth. Because what happened in Robert Leeshock's case was, He's in $15,000 of debt. He's not getting any real work acting. He's wondering, what's the use? He's in his 30s. Like, why? What's the point of all this? He's barely making ends meet, and he's working as a waiter in a Chinese restaurant in New York City. But what happened? He just said, I just kept believing because I was so far over my head, I would just, no, I wouldn't allow myself to go down into any like complacent place. And sure enough, he gets an audition. He almost said, oh, this is, uh, I've got to go to California. Goes to California, does the audition, flies back to New York. And funniest thing, he ended up getting a series, 26 episodes guaranteed, 
a hundred thousand a year, mm-hmm. and he was the lead in um, Earth Final Conflict, which was a Star Trek series. Wow. Wow. And we've seen this. I mean, we got stories just from this week of miracles. And this is another thing. Don't we can't dismiss the little steps along the way. You know what I mean? Like we have some examples just from our sure. life this week of when we the two of us kept our conscious mind out of the equation so Jesus could drop kick us into you know, the next down to the next, you know what I mean? On yeah. the way to the goalpost. We've got another little pass here, handoff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I found this quote that you shared from, I think Sue Hodgson shared it with us that goes along with this. I'm not sure if this was the one you were thinking of earlier, but it says, what if we believed, it's from Julia Cameron, Faith and Will, what if we believed in a benevolent and expansive force? What if we consider the idea that our dreams come from God and that God has the power to accomplish them? What if our grandiose schemes are actually God's will for us? What if God's will is expansive and colorful and exciting? What if turning our will and our life over to God is an invitation to adventure, not to drudgery? What if God is for us and not against us? We were calling yes. it pronoia recently, the opposite of paranoia, the belief that the world, is, uh, the, the universe is scheming yes. on our behalf. And, uh, you know... I like the one more thing that when you spoke about the drop kick me Jesus through the goalpost of life, it's like that's like right at the moment where the goal is closest, but our rational mind thinks it's the furthest. Never gonna make it. Yeah, that's when like Element Fox will call it the devil's last ditch. It's like right when we're about to go through. I want to screw up this kick. All of a sudden we start overthinking it, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's like sports and all the. I mean, I haven't heard Kobe Bryant like saw an interview with him, um, in which the person was like. Uh, tell us about how you just all you want to do is win right and you don't never want to lose and he goes well actually you know he's like what i learned is if all you want to do is win and you get to the end of the game and you all of a sudden it looks like it might not happen you're going to be so worried about that that yeah. you're not going to be to present to the moment to let what needs to come through same thing if you're worried i don't want to lose if it starts to look like that yes. you're going to start fighting with that instead of just being present and letting the game come to you. And so a lot of this is realizing like our good and our worthiness and our and the joy of living doesn't come from the accomplishing of the goals. It comes from being here. Being here and recognizing the miraculous nature that we are here and letting the life force flow through us. I had a, a, a case of yeah, my school, one of my clients that I'm working with was all of a sudden... I did a bunch of stuff where I was required to talk to people, talk to people, and I got a lot of, I was making a lot of progress. Then for like a day or two, I kind of, I got, my attention got drawn to something else. And then on the day that I wasn't putting any more effort into it, what the student, this is the big deal, found a friend that he really uh, gets along with instead of trying to hang out with some other people that, a lot of the conflict with them was they kind of just got shoved together and they were having all these conflicts. There's parents involved, blah, blah, blah. And I was blessing, 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 blessing. And then for a day, I didn't touch it. And all of a sudden, I look out, I go on the playground and he's with a new person and they're just chatting away. Yes. Like in a way I could have never forced, forced it at all. So this is what we're talking about, letting go of the wheel and trusting that like the action is when we're in harmony with the flow 
But sometimes when I do a lot of action, I start to think, no, it's me. I'm doing it. I, I'm yeah. getting so high. I can do it all. I can keep going. And, and then I tend to uh, burn out and bump up against people. I got chippy within Indy last night. I was because I've been going and going and going. And uh, yeah, I just like fell into this little thing. Thankfully, he and I prayed together afterwards and just let the whole thing go. Because that's I've come to realize we all stumble. We all trip. The best thing to do is get back into the flow as quickly as possible. Well, we got to remember too the desire. The desire is that kid ha that that kid has friends. So that means God's already working on it. That's right. But when you back that's off, right. then it can happen. It's that's crazy right. that that's how it works. It's that, in yeah. these little things. There's a story in You Unlimited. I'm just going to paraphrase it before we do these breaths, and yeah. that's this. He talks about a woman that was so obsessed because she had a health concern that was diagnosed as being very serious. And she was so distraught over it, it was all she could think of, and that just made her worse. And the, the, he knew, because she came to him for help, that this is only going to hasten the illness, this, this fear and this obsession with it. So... She already was a believer and, you know, thinking the affirmative and trusting in God, but she just couldn't get there. So he goes, you know what? I got to find something to take her mind off this, just like what happened to you. Yeah. So then God could do the work. So he goes, what are you interested in? Oh, I love languages. I used to teach language. He goes, okay, well, why don't you see if there's a place where you could, you know, and if I hear of any, sure enough, right away, she could do this volunteering with teaching languages to kids. She started getting so involved with that mm -hmm. that she started forgetting about worrying about her illness because she loved it so much. Right. So she's worrying less, loving life more. Long story short, the disease goes into remission. Then, but she's continuing. Now she's working doing this as a full-time job, loving what she's doing, teaching languages. The doctors now, it's gone. Mm. No sign of it all. And now he ends this, wraps up the story like now she's well in her 80s and she's still loving life and doing what she loves, which is teaching the languages. That's awesome. Along with believing this stuff. So the idea of getting our conscious mind off the problem is it doesn't necessarily, if you're having trouble with trying to get a faithful idea in there, you could just do anything to take your mind off the problem. Yeah, yeah. Because God is on it. That's what we're saying. The players are on the field. You can call them your angels or just coincidental people that are going to come in your life. But things are being arranged on the unseen plane always for our benefit. I have to hang my hat on that. And I get evidence of it because every time I back off and stop worrying about the condition, I get a sign of land yeah. or a big windfall. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because it can be tempting when we're in a really stressful situation to think we're going to, we need to construct our good and construct the solutions with our mind, with our thinking. And this happened to me this the, during my morning routine, I told you the other day, some, my mind was spinning off of something. And then I said, wait a minute, what do I know? Like if I wasn't stressed, what do I know? God is here. Life is fully, all is well. The law, I said, I think, what do I think about God? What do I think I know? The law is ever-increasing good. Nothing is ever being held against me. This idea of God and all is well is not something that I, I'm constructing or constri contriving. Or This is something that many 
the all the great teachers that we read and everyone basically looks to got a direct experience with this and realizes it's the only reality. So more than trying to construct our good, like you said, it's, it's about opening up and becoming yes. receptive and recognizing that it's already way better than that worried part of ourselves can even know. And it can seem so real because when we look at life through the lens of fear, our mind is so creative and imaginative, it takes everyone and casts them in the role to make that fear seem real. So we really have to blast ourselves out of that with joy. And the good part is, some when we think it's the worst, Emmett Fox will call it the devil's last ditch. Daryl and I will say, oh, something good must be happening because my mind yes. is freaking out. And, and we go, where'd you get these breaths from? Um, well, I also want to say, it's not, it's, if you have a problem thinking, yeah, well, I've heard this in church, but no, this is scientific. It's the law of the universe. The universe is always expansive, always expanding. Yeah. It's always progressing. It's it's always looking to fulfill itself, not destroy itself. Yeah. I mean, that's scientific. So we're just cooperating with what is. And if you're saying, I've only heard this in church, and I don't know, then stop going to church if you, if you think it's just something you heard in church and yeah. isn't real. Go, so, go somewhere where you believe what is being said and practice it and apply it. And find out that it works. Okay, so that's what we're saying. That's what this stuff is all about: is practical application of this stuff. So, what do you, what do you got? So, the three breaths um, came from uh, two things: one, the title of the show, but also uh, from this card we got from Lois Conklin, which I'll read. Okay, we got a bunch from Conklin, by the way, Lois. Uh, I, I, they must have got stuck somewhere in a uh, post office somewhere, but they all arrived at the same time. Maybe we'll save some for next week. Yes, they came in a giant, like, poof. But thank you, Lois Conklin, for sending this to us. Like a shotgun blast of Lois cards. Okay. Yeah, nothing better. I, I am is our personal affirmation of who we are and what we are called to be. Whenever we say, I am, it must be followed by the truth of our being. Because whatever we put after I am, we're actually, it's going to come chasing after us, I should say, which is a good thing because listen, I am beautiful. I am courageous. I am capable. I am powerful. I am creative. And that's by Sandra Campbell of Unity. She also wrote, Lois wrote, I'm with you every week. Thoughts for all the encur- thanks for all the encouragement, love, Lois Conklin. Nice. So I was thinking, we're closer to one of the because I'm hanging on. That idea is helping me all week. Anytime yeah. I get that one, no, I'm closer than I think. Like arrangements are being Great. made. So I'm, I realize when I'm doing it is when I'm starting to get a little like concern in my life. So the three breaths were do you want to say them first or go right no, into I'll them? Let's take a deep breath. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> When my heart starts to sink, I'm closer than I think. Ah. When my heart starts to sink, I'm closer than I think. Ah. When When my my heart heart starts starts to sink, sink, I'm I'm closer than I think. Beautiful. Ah, 
And I want to say, too, rather than what I just said about if you're going to church and you're not believing a dope, try going to church and believing those simple ideas if you are going there and actually apply them practically to everyone and everything in your life. Take one of those simple, that's really what it's about. That's really what the unity movement, what new thought is about. It was more people would go to church. Well, and then it's they what would, Jesus was about. I agree. I agree. Living it. Well, that's where, and then that's where the new thought movement, which uh, according to Charles Fillmore was a direct extension of the original yeah. teachings of Jesus, which is, but what in, in real time, people would go to church and then they'd get together afterwards just to talk about, okay, how are we now, now what are we going to do to apply this? What does this mean for me? Personally. Personally. How can I direct this towards things that are going on in my life? Let's thank Indy at Chobo Studios real quick. Thank you, Indy. How are you, buddy? Doing well. Loving the show so far. Do you have a Johnny Marfa back there, by the way? Any we do have Johnny. He's he's oh. right here. Hey. Oh boy. Wow. That's yeah. the first time, ladies, you'll see him without his cowboy. He, cowboy hat. Yeah. He only takes it off for two reasons. When he's in there with headphones, and I can't say the other reason on the air. I didn't even know he took it off. Those are the only two times yeah. Johnny Marfa takes his cowboy hat off. Yes. So uh <laughs> hopefully his wife won't hear this (laughs) well hopefully she already knows this (laughs) Uh, Indy were you going to say something else buddy I was just going to say the uh, the surfboard behind you reminds me of an episode of Spongebob where they they have a song called fun and it's F is for friends who do stuff together U is for you and me Mm-hmm. N is for anywhere and anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea. Beautiful. Wow, perfect. Well, let's thank uh, Jeff Comfort. That's a perfect lead-in for Comfort. That's right. Yeah, we're going to get to see him next week. We're going to be off next week from the show, but we, we will be on speaking in at Unity Village at the Fillmore Bible Society Gathering. And um, on we'll be speaking on Saturday. Uh, we'll be staying at, at the Unity Village Hotel. We're really, really excited. Um, you know, I've kind of had a combination of, oh, my God, is it, what am I going to do? And then it gives way to this wonderful feeling that doesn't matter what we do, it's going to be perfect. We were invited we there to bring the We can do whatever we want. We're not ministers. Well, that's the good news. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, not the traditional ministers. <laughs> But I was thinking how perfect it is, because last night I was talking to my wife about this, that what, the way we apply it in our daily lives and love it as much as a, someone who runs a church, but like this is what the unity movement really was all about. So I was yes. thinking how perfect it is that we're going to be there. Yes. Yeah. But uh, what about Jeff Comfort each week? He takes us right into the comfort zone. I want to bless these Patreon contributions and thank you for them, man. They keep yes. growing. The ministry, public service ministry, as we call it, continues to grow. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. I know Chobo loves you for it. Um, Kathleen LaPoff joined us on the Patreon, and she said, Daryl and Ed, you guys are my morning routine, evening routine, and sometimes my in-between routine. You make a difference in the lives of so many people. I love your open and honest hearts. Have a great weekend. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's program. Love, Kathy LaPoff. Grace Dethridge, who was able to join us on our Tuesday Prosperity Zoom that we've been doing for, uh, for Patreon people, said, thank you for the wonderful class. So great to see you all and share inspiration. Amazing things are happening here, pointing to my heart. 
Funniest thing, these last few days I've been affirming God is closer than close. God is here. Wow. Or using the word love instead. Love is closer than close. Love is here. And I wanted to say that Tom, Stephen Tom Thorpe came up with this great affirmation during that podcast because at Unity of Santa Barbara, they say great things are amazing things are happening, happening here, here when they begin their service. Meaning so, at the church. But he came over and he put his hand on my heart because he heard me sharing and he said, when you were sharing what I realized, because when we're in the midst of change and transformation, our minds are go batty sometimes. We can't figure it out. We feel like things are falling apart. We think they're not going the right way. But that's when we can affirm, and thank you to Stephen Tom Thor. He put his hand on my heart and he said, amazing things are happening here. And we can remind ourselves to go into yeah. our heart and the amazing things are happening here. And of course, just like a plant, it's disrupting the surface. It's crashing through. It's changing. It's transforming. And that's us. We're always growing. We're always transforming. And we can remind ourselves that amazing things are happening here. If you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Someone who frequently sends us things is Catherine Powell. She said, hi, Daryl and Ed. I keep giggling about when Daryl was using the word midst in a recent episode. You just said mitts. No, I said midst. <laughs> midst. You really got to ride that thing out like a little bit of a lisp at the end. Midst. Mitts. doesn't make sense to have a D, an S, and a T. But I was in my car and was laughing out loud. Daryl, when you spelled it out, M-I-D-S-T, I was cracking up. I love the way you two use humor and spirituality together. It's the best. I also wanted to tell you to have an incredible time at Unity Village. I wish you could be there when you were there. What a special place. Lots of love to you both, Catherine. Oh, we're going to get to see Janet Prince because she's going to be there. Yes, All one right. of our listeners and do? guests. Yes, we got to close this segment with this reading. Okay, I got a reading that this whole show, we had totally different ideas of what we we're going to read, but right before it, this popped out. This is, I had no readings planned. I figured Daryl would. He always does. But as I put my laptop into my backpack to come to go here today, I just noticed this binder, uh, this binding uh, on the um, in my backpack, and my mind, my intuitive mind said, "Grab it, grab it, grab it." And it's the perfect reading for this show. And I just opened it up to page one fifty six of all of all things, and it said, "The unfolding," because this goes right to what we've been saying: the unfolding of a right now consciousness. God, there's so much, so many lessons in spiritual truth about how you have to come right back now to now. Let go of all that other stuff and get into the flow of now. The thoughts we think now are creating our future reality. Now is the moment. And our good, the good we seek is arriving now. Now. Now, now, and now. The pathway to our good is arriving now. Everything we want and desire is arriving now. The unfolding of a right now consciousness ensures continuous prosperity for it is always now. There's no tomorrow to anticipate or work for. There's only now to make use of and enjoy when we achieve this now consciousness we leave behind us all limiting ideas of time most of us have consciously or unconsciously accepted the belief that prosperity comes only after long years of training experience work and waiting Ugh. often we are told when we are young that it will take us years to become successful and prosperous prosperity is held out as a reward to be gained late in life a reward for sacrifice hard work, and waiting. This is not true. Yes, it's Now not. is the time for us to accept the idea of God's riches always available to us when we need them. And remember I told you when I was driving home, there was a book suggested by you, Kirky, Stephen. Yes. First Kirky, then you and Stephen. 
And I was like, oh, that's a little pricey book for the things we usually buy online. But you were willing to buy it and not yeah. be cheap. I bought it. Next day, I took a different route home. I was talking to someone on the phone. It no, was it was through. the same day. No, it was the very next oh, day. Oh, it was the next day. It seemed so soon. The yeah, miracle it was the happened. very next day, I believe, that I drove home. I was talking to someone on the phone. And um, my intuitive mind, because my rational mind was involved in this phone conversation, saw one of those birdhouse bookstores, like on the, not bookstores, book libraries, like on a, it looks free, like a little. Free lending library. Free lending library, if you will, at the corner of someone, you know, they, in neighborhoods. I pulled over without thinking while I'm talking to my buddy. I thought, I, the, the intuitive thought came through my mind. I bet there's a, a new thought book in there. Maybe I, I'll, and so I went over there. It had four sides. I went around. The last side, I looked down. The, the one book that pops out because of the color of it, I pull it out. It's a brand new version of the very book that I and I that you guys had told me to order. A brand new yeah. version, and so I was able to cancel the yep. one I had ordered. Isn't now, this amazing? I mean, it was never read. It looked like it had never been opened. But that's proof that the desire, even the smallest desire, means it's already coming to us. As long as we're willing to accept it. You were even willing to go ahead, all right, I'll pay for it. But do you see how it really is about keeping my, keeping my rational mind yeah. that's trying to make things happen out of the equation and the intuition yeah. just takes us places that bring it, like, they, it, like bring it it's like a matchmaker. Yeah. It's like boink. Yeah. Because there's no logical, you can't even say anything logical about how that occurred the way it occurred well you know because there's no logic to how loved we are that's right no logic can ever understand yes. that we are loved like for our parent or god like a parent doesn't have to divide love between johnny daryl and mike when Daryl comes to me, if you're my son, you draw the love out of me. Yes. Johnny draws the love out of me. Indeed, it get it becomes more, not less. I don't have to split it up. And our rational mind will never understand and cannot even comprehend that there is a limitless supply of love available to us at all times. But when we tap into it and feel it, like I know you love Bob Marley. He said he quoted, <laughs> he, "Who he, who feels it knows it." Lord, people say, "If you know, you know," and uh, hopefully. The show is helping everyone know this stuff because it's not about what we say. We don't want to be quoted. We're hoping that you're getting to experience this stuff the way we are. Yes. So coming up next, Ooh. Barnyard Dance and Johnny Marfa of Johnny Marfa and the Lights kicks us into high gear with today's reading, God's Got This. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed over here at Chobo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, bringing it about. No, this is not bringing it about from the inside out. This show is called You're Closer Than You Think. And in the studio today, we have Johnny Marfa from Johnny Marfa and the Lights. How hey, are you, sir? I'm good. I'm beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. Have you been enjoying things from the green room? Yeah, yeah, I love the show. 
You guys, it's just like so much to think about. I have so many thoughts and ideas and it's always spot on, you know? It's always yeah. spot on. Well, that's why you're here, man, because Daryl and you have connected in real life, in mm. real time, yeah. neighbors yeah. in the same neighborhood talking yeah. about this stuff. Right? Yeah. There's nothing like a uh, a mid-morning dog walk meet where you actually stand on the corner for 15 minutes and and talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's my favorite favorite part of the day. It's a game changer. Yeah. Dude, that is awesome. Yep. That's always awesome. By the way, thank you, Nancy Norman, for these wonderful mugs yeah. and Rod Schweitzer for the cold Come brew on. that's inside of these mugs. <laughs> Ah, we definitely couldn't do it without you. We're all getting high as kites over here on our caffeine fix. Um, as Johnny Marfa puts it, it's all we got left. It's all we got left. No. <laughs> all right. So I want to hear from Johnny, but I also want to shout out, because you had an amazing encounter with a, a listener, Penny Akashi. Oh, my God. So this is where you got to keep the rational mind at bay. Yeah, this is exactly, John, this is exactly what we've been talking about. Daryl had it, and Stephen had it. So, crazy. yeah, Stephen uh, Sidlow uh, called Stephen me. Stephen Tom Thorpe, if you will. Stephen Tom Thorpe. That's his actor. stage name. Yes. Which we gave to him. So he. Uh, <laughs> and he, he uses it. He gave, he gave me a call. He goes, hey, do you want to eat at this restaurant um, in Westwood? You know, not far from where we live. For kebabs, chicken kebabs. What's it called? California Fresh? California Fresh. Really good. So I said, all right, let's do it. I meet him there. And then afterwards, he had a horseback riding lesson. So he had to go in one direction. I had to go in the other. But he had some time to kill. And so did I, you know, before we went our separate ways. So we were debating, are we going to go to get coffee down in Culver City? Because he could. You know, I could. Or, or, but then he had like this, and he goes, why don't we go up in Westwood? And my first thought is, Westwood for coffee? But then I said, you know what? You're right. Let's just go for it. Do something new, Do man. Do something new. Get out of this loop. Yeah. So uh, we didn't know where. He goes, Profeta. I go, oh, I don't like Profeta. I go, I think pizza's across from the Hammer. And they go, yeah, we could walk in the Hammer Museum. It's free. You know, so we get our coffees and fart around for a few minutes in a new place. So one thing, I, first of all, we had a park on the street, right? There's two spots less than, I don't know, less than 20 yards away from the entrance of the Perfect. hammer and this coffee shop that I thought was still Pete's. And they're both in the shade. Oh, yeah. Because it was a hot day. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. <laughs> so we go walk into the coffee shop. It's since changed to an Alfred's. Yeah. And I wanted to get a drip coffee instead of a shot so uh we ordered drip coffees they're fantastic and you know but you know after the first sip you could tell if it's going to be a good coffee buzz or yeah, a bad coffee yeah, i'm yeah. like this is gonna be yeah. good so we go into the hammer we're just having a good time going in and out of the galleries if you're in LA and you want to go somewhere and just visit and just yes the great art it's free and the views in there you know the, oh, the, you've been to the hammer right mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just a lovely place, the courtyard, everything about mm -hmm. that place. Is yeah, wonderful. and you could treat yourself to walking around a great little neighborhood, Westwood, all the little shops and yeah, UCLA eateries. And so we're walking through there now, you know, because we're on a clock because he has a horse riding lesson and he has to leave by a certain time to get to where the horses are. So I go, okay, it's time to go. We go walking out. On the way out, there's a restaurant in there like a high-end yeah, restaurant yeah. in the museum, in the atrium, and we have to pass it to get out. I mean, if we parked at any place else, we would have went out a different entrance. We're heading out, 
And all of a sudden, Stephen goes, wait a minute, is that Penny? I go, Penny. And it's a listener of the show who also would come hear us talk at Unity of the West Side in Culver City. So I'm like, holy cow, that's her. So we look, she noticed us. She goes, oh, my God. She's with all her friends. They did like a docent tour through the museum. She goes, these are the ladies. Yeah. So we said, hello, ladies. She gets up and she goes, oh, my God. I got to tell you, please keep doing what you're doing. She goes, anytime I'm down, I put on the show. and It just gives me a lift so I'm not feeling so blue. And it changes my whole day. She was like saying, please keep doing it. It was so positive. I mean, she's an older lady. And it was the whole thing. It was like mind-blowing. I'm like, dude, if I didn't come here, yep. you know what I Follow mean? Follow the hunch, man. Yeah, yeah. Follow and, the hunch. And these are just little signs of land that we get. She's also one of the more stylish. Yeah, she's like, stylish. Hip, beautiful hip. people we know, man. We that love counts. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so. But hearing them like say this, it, we got to remember – don't dismiss these things. Like, connect the dots. Yeah, follow it. And, like, even after they happen, you may not think it was miraculous, but just go back and connect the dots, and you'll see the bridge to that encounter is pretty miraculous. But most of all, all we, I always have to see it. No, this is signs of land. This is God saying, reassuring me, I'm on the right path. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you're on the right path. I mean, there is only the path. Yeah. There is no wrong path. Right. Really. It's just the path. Sometimes I need reassurance. Yeah, it's, hard, it's the yeah. hardest thing to uh, accept, but there is no wrong path. Yeah. It's, and, and listening to you guys talk today, it's, it's, uh, it, it is, if you allow, if you allow God to affirm that for you every day, he will. Mm. He will. It's, yeah. it's, it's all around you every day. Yeah. It's just us. Like you, you've been talking about, um, uh, it struck me cause I've, this is something I've been really, really meditating on is, is it, it's, it's, it's not achieving. It's not enlightenment. It's not the destination. It's not getting somewhere. It's not figuring something out. It's not being worthy enough. It's not being saved. It's not s achieving salvation. It's literally tapping into something that is, around you we are in a god's love soup yeah we are swimming through it every day we just don't let it touch our skin yeah. we think it's somewhere else yeah. but you just have to sink into it mm. and then you you realize that we're swimming in the yes. soup of it yeah god's love is we're literally you can you know yeah it's here right now yeah and the unworthiness just creates this illusion that feels real. That feels real. Because this thing's just doing its job. I mean, this is, this brain, we can't hold it against it for doing its job. It's, it's literally evolved to make sense out of a senseless environment. This is crazy. This is chaotic. There is uh, no assurance. And all it's going to do is try to make you feel safe. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. doing its job fearing, right. worrying. Yeah. You know, it's just computing. Yeah. Safety, 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 safety. And then we bring all our trauma and all our life into it. Right. And we're just feeding that information in there our whole life. Right. It's sinking down into the heart. I read something, uh, I'm reading this book called Eager to Love, and it's it's Richard Rohr's book about St. Francis of Assisi. 
And uh, if you don't know anything about St. Francis of Assisi, he's like my guy. He is like the first guy uh, to to pretty much say God was everywhere and the animals and the brothers and sisters ah, of the, the earth. And he thing. left the church and, and, and basically made church earth yeah. basically. Uh, but uh, he talks about g- g- the love of, of giving our fears over to God, not, not ridding ourselves of them. They're never going to stop coming. It's always going to be there, but it's just a, yeah. 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 Yes. A, yes. Hand it off. Hand it. Hand off. it off. I, I, again, it is a vessel of giving something to God. So if you can give the glory to God, you also have to give the fear, your fear to God. Yes. He wants it all. He, it's this other thing too about, I, you know, my whole life it's been like, how do I love God better? How can I love God? God wants to be loved by me, and I'm realizing it's like, it may be the opposite. Mm-hmm. It may be God. God just wants to love me. Yeah. And it's letting God yeah. love you. Right. And not so much us striving to like be this thing 100%. to love God the right way. He just wants to he just wants to he just wants to be in you. He just yeah. wants to like flow on in. He just wants to be there. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's we we just don't let him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about when I was talking about how what I was realizing, you know, I've heard it so many times that we are children of God even Last week we had a man, Siri Gopal, he's a Sikh, he's a laughter yoga teacher, he's amazing, and he refers to himself, just to really break free of hearing something so many times, child of God, he calls himself a baby of God. Yeah. Like, and really surrenders into that loving flow, and because I realize, like, if, I'm, if I don't see that God, like, it, in a way, it's, it's, it's an easy run, end around to go, I'm doing this for everyone else. I'm, I'm serving everyone. But if I'm not letting, there's something, because the fear doesn't want to become vulnerable enough to let God in. Yeah. And that's Scary. so, if, if I'm willing to face that, which is the craziest fear on, that you would think, I mean, but that's what fear is. It's insanity, man. It's like, it's seeing insanity. It's trying to calculate, but... If I can let the, I mean, because the biggest thing, the people in my, like in, when I'm at school, the, the, the people I work with, anywhere, anywhere I go, the biggest thing that transforms any situation is when I feel loved and joyful and I'm laughing and mm-hmm. I'm letting them know they're loved, I'm loved, and I'm acknowledging that, that lights people yes. up way more than anything else. I, I, and it makes no rational it's not it has it overrides all rationality yeah ah, it just opens everything up and in comes because you're doing this ah that flow it's a living flow and i yeah. it made me think of uh the other day you know the scene in uh, i don't know if you've watched them i don't think you're a big fan i was a little bit younger when like empire strikes back came out and right and luke skywalker's yoda's always telling him just let it come in and he's like right i think he's raising his the X-wing fighter, yeah, yeah, and he's got it for a minute. He's letting it flow, yeah. but then that voice comes in yeah. to try to do it for him yep. or protect him, and he just and then it goes back in the swamp, and he's like he's crushed, and then Yoda's just like, mm. well, yeah. that's like Pete, <laughs> yeah. that's like Peter, yeah, Peter walking on water, and Jesus yes. goes, "You're doing it, yeah. buddy," yeah, ah! and he falls yeah. right in. Yep. He goes, "You let go. You just looked at me, and you were doing it." Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I'm doing it. Bloop. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I want you know what I want to throw this on the table though. 
and and not not to be i got a few things like you guys are listening to you I've, my brain was just going crazy you know the trick it gets tricky here's where it gets tricky and this this is where i kind of i'm at in my life is we can talk about the the getting the series regular you can talk about the meeting the fan to give you the affirmation that you need the parking space you can talk about the joy and the laughter and and making people feel good and you can talk about the the getting healed and the remission and the sickness never coming back the real trick is when the opposite of all that happens. Oh yeah. And you still have to abide in that love and you still have to know you're on the path and you still have to know that this is from God. Yes. Cuz it's 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 the whole spectrum of the experience and the hard the hard, it's it's easy to look back and be grateful uh for the, for all those things but you know, my wife is going to photograph a, a teenager who is dying from cancer like this week and her family wants to document it in a photo shoot. And how do you walk through that with the same exact acceptance uh, and love that you do when you get healed? I mean, that's the tricky stuff. Well, the thing is, the whole story and why this story even mattered of the woman getting healed is because she was in that situation. Yeah. Right? Like, this stuff, I agree with you. It means nothing if it can't be applied. It only, if it can't be applied to everything and everyone. And it's not, it's not our, we are, if if we're going to go, like, I'm thinking of the goal, the God, God, drop me Jesus. Like, if we are just the ball, Jesus is always going to kick the field goal. It's always going to go in, but it, it may not be what we wanted. Yeah. So that guy getting the series regular, I'm glad that happened, but something else just as amazing. If, if you truly live yeah. in acceptance and trust and faith and love, whatever would have happened to that man and whatever would have happened yeah. to that woman, if you can walk yeah. in that it, but I feel like a lot, uh, it's human, it's human nature to, To, to find ourselves incapable of walking through those through those moments and and we can get angry and we can feel oh, yeah. abandoned and sure. we, oh, and we yeah. can say that this is not fair and this and that but it's the whole thing it's the whole thing it's it's the the pain and the joy if we can if we can accept it and walk through it with love and let God love us through it all like that is that is the depth of life man yeah but you know like what's important to note here is like the person you're talking about that girl she's a per like she's not an example of anything she's a person yeah and i'm sending love and light to that person 100 right now because unless i talk to that person then i don't know where she is i don't know what where her maybe no one's ever talked to her on the depth of love because when we, when, like when you said, when we walk in, because I've, wor- wor- I've worked with like a student who had a blood transfusion because he had leukemia and I would go up to the IC, whatever, I, like the, the most. Yeah, I remember that I would guy. Have, yeah, very, f- and then, and he was, you know, thank- thankfully in his case, he, you know, regained his health. I, I didn't even recognize him, but I had to empty myself. I think this is touching on what you're saying. Like, and I had to empty myself of any and all 
conclusions of what might happen mm. and just be a loving vessel. That's yes. it. Yeah. That's Period. It. Be a loving vessel. Period. Yeah. Take that sentence and apply it infinite. Infinite. Everything. Yes. Be a loving vessel. Yeah. That's that's the secret. Yeah. Yes. You do that. Yeah. That's, that's right. all God wants. That's, that's it. Right. Be a loving. I mean, I almost start crying. Yeah. When you said that. Be a loving vessel. That is. Here's yeah. my book. It's yeah. called Be a Loving Vessel. It's one page. Right. And you Be know, a loving vessel. That's the message that came out of the people that survived the Holocaust. They yes. were there. Yeah. And they saw it and they said, Be a loving vessel. People that went have gone through slavery yes. and came out and transformed the United States of America through yes. ministers stepping up. Like we've had John DeBerry, who rep was a representative from Tennessee. He came on the show and he was at Martin Luther King's last speech. He marched with Martin Luther King Jr. And he saw the power of empty yourself and just become a loving meekness, vessel. He yeah, he it. said meekness. meekness is not weakness. Is no, what he said. And here's the other deal. Think about this. I just read this. When Jesus came back after when he when he was resurrected, he was seen. There was three three sightings. What did he come back as? A gardener, a fisherman, and just a man on the street. Now right. this is the resurrected Christ. Right. And he puts himself. Not in a right. Pharisee. Yeah. A, he came back as a as a worker, right. a common man, yeah. to say, "Hey, I'm here. I'll be with you always. I've got to go." Well, you know those Weak, three, meekness is not weakness. That's right. No, and those three representations are very um, metaphoric, like metaphysical. Yes, metaphorical. Be, yeah, because. It's saying, be a loving vessel. How am I a loving vessel? I have to plant seeds of love. Seeds. Right? And what else? I have to accept and receive my good, that God's providing for me all the time. I have plenty of fish. I just have to be willing to go and accept them. Throw your and net. Finally, Cast your net. finally, I don't have to be anything other than I can have it all <laughs> just right where yeah. I am. On the street. Man on the street. I could be living as great as the greatest example ever given as me, right That's here. It. Done. As a vessel of love. Yeah. Done. I'm doing all three things. Sow your seed, cast your net, be a vessel. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you know, the a big thing that's changing my life, and Daryl's talked about many examples of how he'll use this when he's walking the hill in the morning. And you know how we talk about these things, and just like anything, anything related to these spiritual growth, and it's like the same sentence ten years later hits again, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh. So lately, if I'm off driving on the freeway, if I go and um, save on or whatever it exists, CVS or Trader Joe's or here, is everyone here is God? Every single like. Anywhere I go, if I just do that, that's again, be just empty vessel, let like forget, be the man on the street, but it's but we're all divine. It's that's there that's yes. why Jesus I mean, if if the in the stories, Jesus there wasn't like a, a film crew rolling with Jesus, he's the star. <laughs> it was just yeah. a he was a very common he he treated himself as a common person. And he would walk into the well, places. Well, he was, because he wasn't an ordained right. me member of the Hebrew church. Right. He was just. Right. He was a, but he was uh, so uh, aware uh, of his divinity. Yeah. And he would walk into these places where people were, set, were talking the talk, but not living it, and just standing and becoming an empty vessel. 
hear what they're saying and just like dissolve, like kind of eviscerate the whole argument that they were using that was not in alignment with what they were allegedly teaching. And then everyone would go, whoa, who's this guy? This is like, this is what we've been coming for. Yeah. Well, not yeah. everyone, but a lot of many, many people. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a performer, and this is a great example of meekness is not weakness because when I switch from the need to making a good impression, the idea of I have to make a good impression, to you know what? Like, it's like Gloria sometimes had photo shoots and I've had to show up for some things. I go, what am I going to do? Like, how am I, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And you know what it is? Just love them. And the difference I felt from, oh, my God, I got to do a decent presentation or a decent performance to, you know what? All I have to do is love the hell out of the people in the audience then all of a sudden, a higher power takes over, yeah. and I'm at my best, and magic. I'm loving everybody in there, and I feel loved, and I'm going by intuitive ideas that I could have never planned. And it's incredible. And the same thing in a situation like your wife is going to. If I get preoccupied with... Oh my God, this is horrible. How the, should I act? The in this worldly. Yeah, the worldly. The worldly circumstances. Yes, perception of this. I am, I'm going to, I'm headed, it's, I can't do it. Uh, I mean, I will do it, but it's not going to be pleasant. I mean, look, look, for at me. The, look at the world today. Yeah. If, if we just go by like worldly facts. Who would get out of bed? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> because the world is, is it's seemingly out of control, yeah. horrible things left and right. But you got to meet it like you meet everything and ask yourself, given the circumstances, what is the most loving way I can respond to this moment? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can do that every second of your day. Yes. Given the set of circumstances that is in this room with me, you, and the cameras, and the studio, what's the most loving way I can respond to this situation? Yes. And most of the time, it's just being present and a vessel of love and being open yeah. to receiving your vessels of love yeah. overflowing. It's like some, uh, I was reading that say, it's, 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 we can't focus on the half full or the half empty. What if we are a bowl of water that has a constant stream flowing into it that as we spill over we are constantly full that's the way yeah that's it yeah. and that is god that is god's love it is the stream of water into our full bowl that gives us enough to splash out into the world but we do not feel depleted no. and that's like the that is the truest that's the flow yeah. you want to talk about flow it's it's really just letting God's love flow through you as much as you can every moment. Yeah, and that's what Christ brought to people, the living water. The living water. Like the that's prostitute it. seated by the well. That's it. She came to the well on her own, and he met her there. And yeah. I think there's a reason why well and wellness go together. Yeah. yeah. We tap into our eternal wellness. And, yes. And then when we have the audacity and i'm speaking from experience i've worked in a lot of different situations with uh, i've been in, worked in prisons i've worked in 
jails. I've worked in, I've been teaching special education for 27 years. I've been doing a lot of things. And I think the reason I signed up with it because I was raised Catholic. I heard about this guy, Jesus, who could go anywhere. And, and if it worked, I, I, my mind was like, if it works, it should work everywhere. And this is why I look for principles, mm-hmm. not rules. Mm-hmm. I look for what well, we Not rules, tools. We look for tools. <laughs> we don't give you rules into here, principles. Thing. We give you tools. And we can really bring heaven back into a situation where people's minds think it's hell. And like, if we have the audacity to do our morning routine, practice it, like get attune ourselves to this love, that inner well. And walk in and let that love flow to the people by being an open vessel like the mom, the dad, the aunt, the, the, you know, the, the person. Like just bringing heaven back into that situation. It's, there's no limit to what, I don't even want to say it can happen because like you're saying, it's not necessarily, it's the feeling, it's the awareness, it's the remembrance of who we are. That's all that. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. You just, if you're open to the love and to the present yeah. moment, it doesn't matter what happens. No. Because right. you're prepared. Right. You're prepared to respond if right. you are full of love. Yes. That's right. And then you know? amazing things can yeah. happen as well. Things can shift, things can transform. And, but they, like, again, like when Daryl and I talk about funniest thing this happened, or I ran into Penny, or I, I this kid made a friend, or this, for me, and Daryl and I talk about this a lot, it's, it's not the, the, $20 bill I found on the ground it's that I had just opened myself up yeah to the divine flow and that like the universe winked at me through that saying you're on yeah. the road I got you yeah and yes. it's the awareness that I, the universe has got me that God's yes. got me that love that is the thing that we, we I do this for and the little things that happen and I find that the more I like give thanks for those the yes. more I see them the more, and the yes, more yes. they happen but again, all of that stuff is just the reminder that God's got me, that I am loved, that I am love, and that I'm powerful. And, and by being, but power is, everyone has power. Everyone is powerful. And we cut ourselves off from it sometimes when our minds and our fears and our doubts and our worries take over. But power is not something to be struggled for or fought for. It's like, you know, it's like, a, I think of it like a blender. You plug it in, the power flows in. Yeah. When we plug ourselves into God, the power flows in. And when we can remember, that's why we that's why we promote the morning routine of meditation, just simple me- some form of simple meditation, inspired reading, mm-hmm. and some form of affirmative prayer. Whether it's just writing an affirmative version of what your day is going to be like, or giving thanks for things, whatever. Some using your my own voice to give thanks, and in so so that I am plugging myself into the power, and then I'm not struggling with that's, anyone. That's maintaining the vessel. Yeah, it's maintaining the vessel. Exactly. God's the toe. You just got to keep your leather on your ball nice yeah. and soft. You yeah. have to massage it. Yeah. You have to be ready for yes. the kick. My, I just want to be, my, my, my meditation of late is to do everything you said when any of the things I fear come to pass. Yeah, that's if the I best. If I get sick, yeah. if I don't get the job, that's if right. my wife suddenly dies, to be able to, to f- see the love of God in that yes, and be thankful for the experience of the depth of the grief and the depth of the pain and the depth of the suffering, because that is just as beautiful right. and that is just as important. And it is just as part of God's plan as the joy and the happiness and the bright dark night of the soul, bright light of the sun. It's all, if we are abiding in God's love, 
it's all beautiful. Right. But I would only, for me, I would only say that's true if it all leads us back to the love and the joy. I mean, I don't think it's leading anywhere. I think if you're there, you're there. But if, I disagree. If, I think that the grief and the, the transformation always leads back to the joy. I do believe joy is the strength 100%, of the 100%, 100%. That's what I'm saying. It, it will always lead back to the joy. And it's not a I'm not saying it's... Yeah. Like, I, I'm not judging the words. I'm just saying, like, in the, like, my schema of how I think about it, that works for me because I realize if I turn all of that over to God... Yes. It will all come out more loving, more an open vessel 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. I, I think I was saying, if you're, if you're abiding in the love of God... Yeah. Uh, that, right. then you're already there at the beginning of the grief yes. or the bad thing mm -hmm. that God's love will take you through 100%. to joy and it'll be a deeper joy that's right and it deepens the experience of the right. love yeah you know and then we'll pass then we'll be even better able because yes. Daryl's been Daryl doesn't yes. talk about the shit that he's been through that's fucking like but this is the guy yeah. because he used these principles yes and, and I don't we don't make a point to talk about all the stuff because the stuff doesn't matter. It's where we end, where we end up being led, which yes. is to be more. Loving. I can't yes. believe yes. you're saying that, Ed. Because yes. look, look at this note I wrote to myself, and I do pre like I appreciate the discussion, and I'm yeah. just like want to like I'm just, I, I I learn so much by like I okay, I hear what you're saying. Totally, see how it all. This fits. is the conversations that everyone needs to be yeah. having. I have totally. a men's group of 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 my guy friends that I've tried to get together every week to have coffee to talk about yeah. stuff like this because yeah. we're all figuring yeah. out. We're right. all we're all in it together, man. Yeah, university used to mean to understand the principles of the universe. I yes, mean, not just yes. Like, and back to Assisi, he 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 says he was the first guy to to leave not leave the church, but he he left the organized religion and and followed his intuition oh, yeah. instead of right. following that inner compass you were talking yeah. about that is god well, and they hated him for it but then yeah. later on they made him a saint exactly that's right we do and that's why a lot of like the more nature oriented religions and stuff were like castigated or, or judged so harshly because yeah now you're getting into mysticism that you yeah. cannot control or own yeah yeah so what were you gonna say? oh so what i was gonna say so we also like this all brings us back to though the the idea of the prostitute went to the well the followers followed Jesus like I have to go to like I heard a great saying you know you could bring a horse to water and you can't make him drink but you can salt his oats <laughs> <laughs> and this show is about salting your oats, listeners. We hope we're salting oh your oats so that God. you'll want to do these like a morning routine because it really is getting – I have to – in the morning, it is imperative that I get my tuning fork tuned into the harmony of God, the universe, love. Yeah. Uh, because then that makes it easier throughout my day to – Dismiss, turn over those fears, dismiss them, hand them away, and maintain a loving approach to life, right? But it's funny that you brought up my past because <laughs> I just wrote to myself, my life wasn't unfortunate. My life is proof God loves me. Boom. That's because it. I went through all that and we're here. And we're here. And right my here. brother is fine and I'm fine. 
My brother sits through court cases. You know, he's well. He's, now he's retired, but while he was a federal agent, because he had to testify on a lot of different things. So the defendant, you know, most of the time the attorney would bring up, you know, something like his parents. Uh, you know, his parents divorced when he was six, and everyone goes, "Oh my goodness!" And my brother's there, and my brother starts thinking. He tells me, he goes, and then I start thinking. That's it? Yeah. Like, that's it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? For some people it is. Yeah. But you know what? I am living proof for myself mm. that God loves me. Like, I've yeah. always been taken care of. The right person shows up at the right time. That's right. But now I'm fully engaged in it. In the beginning, I, this, is the, this is key. I could have taken all that experience and I was mm-hmm. with self-pity, mm-hmm. envy of others. Mm-hmm. Why did this happen have to me? I could have went so far away from recognizing the existence of a loving God to where people would have said, oh, of course, it's because of all those things. Mm-hmm. Thank God, in a moment of desperation, the right people showed up. But now I'm saying those right people we're always showing up. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for them That's it. in those moments. That's right. That's but right. when I was ready, and I guarantee you, if you're thinking about a loved one, a child, or a nephew, or a friend of a friend, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy is just self-destructive, I am telling you, keep your hopes up. Mm-hmm. There is God sending him lifelines or her lifelines, and there, there is going to be a moment that like it's like the moment is like jumping out a window open on a moving train and i have to, to and i'm going to land on like in a big bed of pillows right the train is moving the window opens but i got to be willing to jump but when you jump and you're going to land in the pillows yep 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 and then and i would recommend don't try to take it up with the person when no. the take the time in your prayer to see them yes because what you're then doing is sending out this thoughts of receptivity that when they're open will help them to receive those thoughts yes and recognize stop don't fight with the part that's fighting already see it be so damn optimistically yes faithful that i don't even care how you're acting i know who you are yeah. yes like the p everyone who that i hear stories online they they died for a time and they came back with near-death type things they all say the only purpose to be here is love yeah like one guy died he came back the only thing he was thinking about was comforting one of the nurses who thought they were responsible for and was taking it so hard that he was dying he, he totally wanted to, he up there was seeing them and going, please stop worrying. I love you. This is not on you to do. Let become yes. an empty vessel. Let God love you. Yeah. Do what you can do. Like, you know, like the, the message is love, love to return. That's why really you're closer than you yes. think. Yeah. Because as soon as we come back to that, everything else takes care of itself. And I was thinking those horses have been given a bad name because there's not a horse on earth that if you it was thirsty and you took it to uh, water would not drink. That's a human problem, right? <laughs> I am from Texas and I've never heard the salty oats. Isn't that a great yeah. one? You know who told me that? Mm-hmm. Robert Burridge. Right. That's good. I think this guy, right. you know, the artist. Right. Up and I, I went up to uh, I was St. Louis Obispo and this yeah. guy said, I go, man, that that's is good. good. The thing is, that's a human problem. Only yeah. a human would go, 
I'm gonna sh- I- I'm gonna cling so and it's uh, forget the making fun of it. It's me. I'm gonna cling so much to my worry that even though I'm thirsty, I'm not gonna drink. Yep. And that's was that was Jesus's main problem. There's like that he encountered with human yeah. minds. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm telling you, I'm bringing you the water. It's right, right? here. And well, that's what the whole wedding feast story was yes, that you told recently. Yes, the wedding feast. Like he went. There was a feast. They're inviting the people, but everybody had an excuse. Well, I gotta take care of my father. Well, I really gotta do this. Oh, my job. So finally, I just said, all right. And you guys want to come? And everyone who had not the meek, because they had nothing else, they were like, yeah, they weren't putting cool. anything. They weren't anything the above. Because how often does our good come, and we think we're not worthy of it? There must be a catch. Yeah. Yeah. Read this part of this reading. Mm. We got to wrap up the show I'm soon. I'm yeah. The read this? Read, this is a good, good reading because bringing it all okay. back around, there is an abundant supply available to all of us. Mm. All right. And when we can let that in, and the more we recognize our worthiness of it the more it comes. And it doesn't make us any better or worse. It just ma- allows us to do more with our love yeah. when we are fully engaged and fully allowing God's goodness to, and abundance to take care of us. Okay, you ready? Yeah. When I walked into the hotel room, my jaw dropped and my eyes opened to saucer size. The room looked straight out of the Palace of Versailles. Thick padded gold wallpaper, gold leaf French colonial furniture, a separate sitting room, and an ultra ultra plush decor. There must be some mistake, I thought, looking at my key. When I called my sponsor to double check if her organization had selected such an elegant room for me, she answered, of course it's for you. We appreciate you and want you to be comfortable. Okay, I can live with this, I thought. If we believe we are unworthy, we will question or doubt our good when it comes to us. We believe there is some hidden motive or catch, or we may fear that it all be snatched away as easily as it came. Mm-hmm. I've these thoughts come to me often. Yes. If we know our worth, we will attract and accept our blessings in a spirit of joy and celebration. We will see our experience as an affirmation that we live in an abundant universe and delight in passing generosity along at our next opportunity. Yes. That's good, man. That's the thing. When, we let, when I let that good in, I just want to give it away because it feels so good. Mm. And then I'm not clinging to it because I know it's coming from an abundant, loving universe. Well, are we ready to tell a little story before Johnny sings us a song? Johnny, you going to sing us a song? Yeah. All right, hold on one moment here. We got it. We found one little story about when Johnny Marfa went to church recently. You got that there? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Of course. It was years since he'd been to church. Inside, he found a fully stocked bar with a Guinness on tap, cold brew, on one wall, there was a row of decanters with fine Irish whiskey, Waterford crystal glasses. This is nice. Wait, on, but he was there for a yeah, he went to, yeah. for a confession. Oh yeah, he, he so. <laughs> oh yeah, how did that line get missed? So yeah, thanks for letting, thanks for pointing out. So he had gone into the confessional, you know, as a good. He had been a long time since he'd been there, so he wanted to, you know, he was full. full. <laughs> Full of stuff he wanted Full to get off. Yeah, he his wanted chest. to release that stuff, so he wanted like to become an empty vessel. About. Yeah, so he found inside this this uh, booth with the confessional. He found a fully stocked bar, Guinness on tap. One wall there was a row of decanters with fine Irish whiskey, Waterford crystal glasses. Wow. On the other wall was the dazzling array of the finest cigars, chocolates. Then the priest entered, and Johnny told him, "Father, forgive me." 
been a very long time since I've been to confession, but must first admit that this confessional box is much more inviting than it used to be. The priest replied, Get out, you moron. You're on my side. <laughs> okay. Uh, Andy, you want to come on in here and set us up? We got a yep. song, Ooh, a brand good. new song. Well, yeah. Ed, I just told you, though, you know what I remember this morning? What? My military name, the pronunciation. It brought me so much joy. Yeah, that's it. I forgot about it. Because my last name is Fizarro. Marfa forgot I was Italian for some reason. Okay. But they never, no one in the military called me Fizarro. They didn't know how to say they'd go, Fizarro! It was Fizarro. always, it was always Fizarro. Oh, the good. Ro, like the, the, the R-O was like the, Fizarro, get over here. Like, it's a very American. Yeah. yeah. It's Americanized. It's great. Fizarro. That's awesome. That also tells me how much trouble you got in. Bizarro, <laughs> get in my office. It's bizarro, where the hell are you? Oh, by the way, if you want this new, we can tell the story next week, but Daryl, uh, what's the name of your website that they can find us on? Uh, this'llmakeyouhappy.com. Daryl's told the story before about the Statue of Liberty. Being a... Metaphysical uh, teacher. It's actually a symbol. It's a symbol of uh, personal empowerment. Personal empowerment. Yeah. So we can go over it again next time and talk about the Nancy Norman piece. Miracle. The yes. Miracle. But uh, go to what, what, this will make you happy. Com. You can order the copy of this amazing postcard and learn the amazing history and meaning of the Statue of Liberty. Yes. The symbolism. She's always stepping out boldly. Yes. People don't know that she's actually. Not standing still. There's always, yes. We're always moving forward. Okay. Okay, what's the name of the song, Mr. Marfa? This song is a brand new song. You're probably one of the first people to ever hear it. Oh, Just wow. wrote it like within the last week or so. Wow. It's called, uh, it's called The Rose. All right. And it's kind of what we're talking about. It's, uh, it's uh, just a song about letting the gardener garden nice good to go good he's to go. good it's a ballad this time if you took all the time i've been trying to keep a hold like some old rubber band all the days that I've spent Just trying to make some damn sense You'd have a whole lot of time on your hands And if you stack those on top of the side Each one a smooth little stone in the sand from all the nights that I've cried Just trying to figure out why You could fill up that old Rio Grande But for every poor piece of my heart on the floor There's a part underneath that ain't as hard as before And that's the way that it goes And Lord only knows Why we get the, the thorn with the rose 
It's just the point, I suppose It's just the way the garden grows It's just the way the garden Every broken piece of my heart on the ground There's a part underneath that I find found That's the way that it goes And Lord only knows Why we get the, the thorn with the rose It's just the point, I suppose It's just the way the garden grows It ain't the life that I chose And Lord only knows How many thorns we got left to go That ain't the point, I suppose you just gotta let the garden grow You just gotta let the garden grow Wow! Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow! We're gonna end on a high note. I won't. I don't want to ruin a good cup of coffee. I mean, that was fantastic, man. Yeah. Look. Thanks. This Goosebumps. Mr. Marfa, Johnny Marfa and the Lights. Yes, God sir. bless you, man. Thank you Thanks. so much for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. If people are interested, like some may be, to find that what you're up to, is there a link? What's the or... best way for them to follow yeah, you Yeah, you can follow on Instagram at Johnny Marfa and the Lights. Uh, and then we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, we're playing, if you're in L.A., we've got a residency every Saturday night at this place called the Desert Five Spot which is this cool honky tonk in Hollywood wow. on the top of a roof uh, the roof of a hotel so it's wow. like just really cool joint we play every Saturday night um, brilliant uh, to people two-stepping there's a two-stepping instructor so oh you can come God. learn how to two-step and then we play music you can two-step to oh man yeah. this gets better by yeah. the minute <laughs> yeah. well Indy did you enjoy that? That was spectacular. That was amazing. Yeah, there's nothing left to say, but thank you for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed right here at Chobo Studios. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. $500. See, $200 for you. $100 for you. What the hell? <laughs>
When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.